Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Pat Chinetti, joined tonight by my co-host, who I hate right now, Dave Koch. Debbie was sick, and apparently so am I still. <laughs> Joe, the super looper, Quattrochi. Still waiting for a copy of uh, Rogue One. Anyone? Anyone? No, buy it. Anyone out there? Come on, help Joe out. And finally, our historian, Jeff Williams. Flash photography? Yeah, Joe gets it in the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, flash photography, never mind, I so do not, again, I repeat, do not Google any of those things all in the same search box. You guys are killing me, it hurts when I laugh. (laughs) Aw, Dave's sick, he's a little sick tonight, oh, you got the sniffles, Dave? I hate you. I know. That's why I threw hosting duties to you last minute. (laughs) Alright, so behind the scenes, about two minutes before we hit record, Dave's like, Pat, you're hosting tonight. I'm like, oh, great, fantastic, isn't that awesome? I don't even know what the topic is, which I really did, but I panicked. But I'm okay now. So speaking of topics, what are we actually doing tonight? We're going to talk about, go around the table and talk about rare characters that we would like to see in the parks. Whether we happen to have seen them before... Maybe in a run Disney event because they throw out a lot of rare Disney characters. Or if you happen to be at the or happen to be going to the uh, uh, Disneyland Paris 25th anniversary, they have a bunch of rare characters out right now. I saw a huge thing about it today online. Amazingly rare characters. So maybe you saw some, maybe you haven't. Who would you like to see? Why would you like to see them? That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Rare characters in the Disney parks. Gentlemen, how does that sound? Booyah. Dave is mouthing something. I could see him on camera right now. That's what I was about to go to, Dave. You threw the hosting duties over to me. I knew where it was going. See, after I set up tonight's episode, what I was going to say. But first, we're going to hear from the Ranting Scotsman. We're headed across the pond to the Ranting Scotsman. Stephen Maxwell. Okay, here's what's getting my goat today. Club 33 coming to Walt Disney World. Sounds great. Absolutely fantastic. Club 33, been at Disneyland since 1967, is a pinnacle of the dining experience you would expect at a Walt Disney Park. It is exclusive, it's only by invitation if you've not got a membership. 
but it is the pinnacle of what you would actually want to do at a Walt Disney Park and a dining experience to go along with that. Problem being is, it's not for your normal person. It's not for your normal person that doesn't have $10,000 per year dining club uh, fees and there's an initiation fee of around about $25,000 to actually get into the place. They cut the, the membership for a, a wee while back in Disneyland and you can't get even on the, the waiting list now. The chances of anyone that's not within the higher echelons of Disney or somebody with a lot, a lot of money of getting into this is very, very slim because it is by invitation only. Yes, if you know someone who has one of these memberships, you can be invited along. That sounds great. But I don't. Living in the UK, I don't. Most folk that go to the parks don't. And therefore, it's going to be out of reach for most of the people that actually go to uh, Walt Disney World on vacation. That is what is poking the angry bear today. Wow, Stevens. Sounds all sorts of mad this evening. Yikes. Typical ranting. <laughs> Typical ranting Scotsman, though. Whatever. And we can understand Stevens. them, too. You understood them? <laughs> no, I was just being nice. <laughs> oh, all right, fine. I'm waiting on the translation. <laughs> I, I had to take out my Scottish translation book, and, you know, I still missed about half the words, but we still love him. It's all right. He's our ranting Scotsman. Oh, sorry. I had to take a sip of my Joffrey's coffee. As usual, tonight I'm drinking uh, the Peru Alto Mayo. Fantastic. It's what they're serving in the kiosk now. Go to joffreys.com and get some. Just saying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time to talk about rare characters. I'm going to start with, see a dramatic pause there. Who am I going to start with? Who am I going to start with? I'm going to start with Dave Koch tonight, my co-host. Who would you like to see in the parks and why? Or maybe you've seen them. I don't know. You run a lot of Disney events, so you might have seen somebody already that the rest of us have not seen because they are rare characters. But Dave, who are you going to throw out first? I'm going to throw out a rare character that I have met at a couple races. Uh, He's usually prominently uh, available during Marathon Weekend because he has his own float. And I'm going to go with the great Captain Barbosa. There's just a really interesting dynamic that him and Jack Sparrow have. Jack Sparrow you can always meet at, uh, I believe it's only the Halloween party. I'm not sure if he meets during the Christmas party. Uh, I tend to think that there's more of a pirate motif going on with Halloween, so he's out there, but Barbosa with him, I think would be a really fun interaction. They kind of play off each other. They're kind of oil and water to each other in the movies, but they kind of need each other to exist. It's just one of those things that I think would be a really fun play on each other that would make for a memorable family memory. And I said memory too many times with that one. That's fantastic. Don't cut that out. It was awesome. But I finally figured something (laughs) out with your your whole memorable rant there. All right, it was very memorable. Oh, gee, thank you. And, 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 full, and full of memories. Um, but you're, you're Barbosa, and I'm Jack Sparrow. Think about no, it. No, that's the other right. way around. No, 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 no. It's too late. It's, okay, I'm hosting now. And I brought out the idea first. So what I'm saying is I'm Jack Sparrow. You're Barbosa. I'm the cool guy. 
I'm the, you know, the the oil, you're the water, whichever way you want to put it. We kind of need each other to coexist. See what I'm saying? But that would also make me Captain Hook and you Peter Pan. And guess what? I look terrible in a pair of tights, so you could have it. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Why, why do you got to go? Why do you got to go Peter Pan, Captain Hook? Stop going off into other tangents. All I'm talking about right now <laughs> is Barbosa and Jack Sparrow. That's it. Nothing else. Calm yourself. We don't need other things. It jogged my memory because it was memorable, and I ended up thinking pirates kind of goes with Peter Pan. If memory serves me correctly, they actually come after each other in the parade. Run with with it, Dave. Run with it, Dave. Uh, Barbosa has the monkey. You get a monkey if you're Barbosa, Dave. Run with it. Yeah, the monkey's so much cooler than anything I get. This is true. Well, actually, I just get everything because I'm cooler and I'm Jack Sparrow. Um, Except the love and admiration from our buddy Doug Davis over at WDW Main Street because we all know he just hates Jack Sparrow. But Patrick would probably want to play with the monkey. Hmm. I do like monkeys. Monkeys are pretty cool. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. Joe, give me a rare character you'd like to see. Well, I'm surprised that uh, our co-host tonight, Mr. Koch, uh, with his Twitter name, uh, Figment's Reality, did not pick um, the Dreamfinder and Figment from, I call it the original Epcot Center from the early 80s, from 82 to, I guess it was 88 maybe, 86, when you could actually find Dreamfinder and Figment out for pictures around in the parks. Um, that's one character I would love to meet in person. Um, I know there has been instances where you'd see the Dreamfinder Figment make rare appearances at like a Destination D event, um, but he is one of those characters. Um, Journey to Imagination was one of my favorite attractions growing up as a kid um, in the original Epcot Center slash Future World. Uh, Figment is probably my favorite Disney character, even though I love cars. I always talk about cars in here. Uh, my favorite a Disney character that you would find in the parks. I, I can't get enough of Figment. I'm glad to see he's coming back more with all the food and wine and the flower and garden. There seem to be incorporating Figment a lot more into the park. Um, but as a kid, you know, I remember, that's why I remember Disney World Epcot was Figment. Um, so he's one of those characters that if they would bring him back, I mean, I know it's kind of tough to bring Figment and Dreamfinder back. That would be absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, that would be one of those pictures. I have a million pictures with Mickey and Minnie and the Fab Five and every other character, but that would be one picture I would definitely love to have would be a picture with Dreamfinder. I and- don't think I could handle that if I saw him. I think that I would just squee and lose my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one of the – Dave, I, Dave, I completely agree with you. That would be one of the characters I would wait probably hours in line Yeah, me for. too. If he was out there, I would definitely – everywhere else, I'm like, eh, you know, you see certain ones that run Disney events and stuff like that. You're like, oh, I'll get them later. You're not a big deal. That would be a character I would sit out in the hot Florida sun and wait for a picture with. Oh, I would that totally fanboy that. And I'm, su- and I'm surprised that you did not <laughs> pick that. Honestly, it didn't even pop in my mind. <laughs> That's ironic. I just saw uh, – we started watching Dreamfinders documentary last night, and uh, they had Ron Schneider who played – the Dreamfinder um, on the documentary. That was kind of a cool little twist. It wasn't Joe. Was Joe Rody involved with that years ago too? Possibly or, or Tony Baxter? Didn't Tony Baxter design him? I think right. I think. I thought I heard that somewhere. I could be wrong. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. I might have to Google that one. I'll Google you know, it. I, I'm going to say this may, you know, so we've been recording, this is episode 60, 
well, whenever whenever this comes out, it'll be late sixties, maybe, maybe, maybe seventy. <laughs> the whole thought process of of Dave squealing, <laughs> not squealing, Honestly, squeeing. <laughs> okay, squealing, squeeing. Whatever you're doing, I don't really care what Thank it is, boy. but just the visual thought that was in my head was hysterical. Holy cow! Almost spit my Joffrey's right out on the wall, which would have been blasphemy because it's the nectar of the gods, but. I then we'd hear Pat squeeing. Yeah, I, I would be. I we would no longer have a family rating after the swears that would come out of my mouth that I wasted Joffrey's there. That's for sure. I just Google, real quick. I got to break in breaking news. I did Google breaking it. news. Breaking he news. By, he was portrayed by Ron Schneider and Joe Rody, voiced by Chuck McCann and designed by Tony Baxter. Wow, you should do that the next time you play trivia. <laughs> <laughs> that. that would be. I need the question. That'd be cheating, and he'd I, still get it wrong. And just for the record, everybody, I've yet to listen to that show yet. <laughs> I apologize to all of our listeners out there. About <laughs> Don't that. listen to it. As far as my squeeing goes, that will definitely be one of those cases like uh, Ned Flanders when he sees the purple drapes in the murder house. <laughs> <laughs> purple drapes. All my life I've wanted purple drapes. Oh, I hope there's some Simpsons that, Simpsons fans out there because if you can get that visual now too, that's hysterical. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what do we got? What's a rare character you want to oh, see? Oh man, so when I was growing up, I think the first Disney animation movie that influenced me the most was uh, The Rescuers, and uh, I know there's the standard uh, Miss Bianca and uh, and um, I've already drawn a blank, uh, Bernard. Yeah, they they've been circulating uh, over the years, uh, but one of the even rarer characters that came out right when the release of the movie happened uh, was Evan Rude. And if you don't know or haven't seen the movie, Evan Rude is the the dragonfly that simulates kind of an airboat in the uh, swamps. And so, also, if you didn't realize, if you're not uh, an outdoors uh, kind of person, Evinrude is a brand of out, outboard motor uh, on a boat. So I, I didn't get that until later on in life, but I thought that was kind of ironic and hilarious. But I I would love to see Evinrude. I've seen pictures of it on uh, Tumblr and Pinterest or whatever, and uh, it's definitely a petite person or character. But uh, I would think that would be the bomb just to, to say I met met Evinrude. I'm so excited that you just went through that explanation because to all our friends and our listeners out there, we've talked about it before. We we go back and forth every day. We talk every day. All the Mickey dudes, we we go back and forth. We either, either a text or Facebook message group or whatever it is. And we talked about who we were going to talk about tonight just really quick so we didn't overlap. And I had no idea who Jeff was talking about. <laughs> I've seen the movie, but I just I haven't seen it in so many years. But as soon as you said it, that's why I gave the thumbs up. You know, on our video feed that we can see each other. Obviously, you can't. Sorry. <laughs> and. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, that's who it is. Now it all makes perfect sense. That would be awesome. That's a very good call. Much better than Dave and Joe so far, I'm just saying. (laughs) I don't even know if I saw the movie. I know I've seen The Rescuers Down Under. I don't know if I ever saw the original Rescuers. I'm just glad that was a (laughs) trivia question tonight. He's not even even a talking character. He just makes, you know, outboard motor sounds like, you know. And, uh, you know, let me do that again. Like, I'll let Dave edit that. Um, But, no, 
filter. <laughs> but it, it's kind of hilarious when they introduce him. You know, it's all kind of hillbilly um, outback people, and uh, they go Evan Rude, and then he comes flying in. You know, with the boat. It's just it's classic. Yeah, that's definitely classic. It, it's a classic movie, and I think I one again, it's probably an underrated movie, and it's just something that most more people should go and you know find it and see it. So, all right, so off to my pick, and this one, you know, unfortunately, Tim had some issues tonight. Tim was supposed to be on with us tonight, and he had work issues pop up at the last minute, so he wasn't able to be on. And I, you know, I'm very sad that Tim could not be on. But I'm also really happy because he took the guy I completely wanted, Humphrey the Bear. <laughs> Humphrey the Bear is the awesomest character bar none, or should I say bear none. <laughs> if you don't know who Humphrey the Bear is, all right, he he was a character. He first showed up in a Goofy with Goofy and Hold the Pose, and then he was he also showed up in a, a Donald Duck movie called Rugged Bear. But he's more famous for the shorts that he came out with. Not the shorts he was wearing, but like the the cartoon shorts. Um, Hooked Bear and In the Bag. And In the Bag is probably my favorite cartoon short of all time. I show it to my students every single year. It's Humphrey the Bear. It's him in the park and the park ranger. And they got to clean up the park. And they do a dance. And da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Bump, bump. It's so awesome. And you know, at, put it in the bag. There you go, Dave. <laughs> so you know, and of course, I, I uh, doing research for the show tonight. I had to pull up that that clip, and I showed it to my wife, and she's just shaking her head. And the first thing she says to me, she's like, "I know why you like this bear." And I go, "Why?" Because she goes, "He's just like you. He's a big dumb animal." <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, pretty much." So you know, <laughs> I love Humphrey the Bear. Um, you can get, I think. Tim actually showed us a picture. He has a totem pole from uh, Wilderness Lodge with Humphrey the Bear on it. And I think there's actually a mug that was supposed to be for sale, which I still haven't seen anywhere. So if anybody's down in Disney and you see a Humphrey the Bear mug and you kind of want to buy it for me and send it up, just, you know, direct message me, you know, or, you know, get me a message on Twitter or something. You know, hey, I'll, I'll gladly take it off your hands in case you buy two. I'm just saying. Anyway, Matt. Oh, seriously, Dave, stop <laughs> with the Mac. I, what was? What's wrong with you? I don't even. This is no, no, no. I just had to bust the chops on that one. I totally agree with you, but it was just so much fun to watch your <laughs> reaction to that, considering how much you love. Humphrey. I hate you right now. See, this is the bar. See, you are Barbosa. You just a jerk. Okay. Yeah, but I will yeah. say one thing. What? Before before we move on, you did kind of throw me off a bit. Why? Because when you talked about how Tim wasn't uh, on tonight, I thought the character you wanted to meet in the parks was you were going to go over to Gorilla Falls in the Animal Kingdom and meet Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually that's really good. Dave, actually, you are funny. It's uh, People keep telling me about that. I really haven't seen it yet, but that was one of them. I got to get All me... Right. I gotta get me that totem pole. I'm going to Wilderness Lodge soon. But here I looked it up, and I, this is blows me away. Then this is probably a common thing that we just don't even know about. They actually say Humphrey is the spokes character for Disney's Wilderness Lodge. That's pretty cool. That would make sense. He is inside the lodge, I think, in one yeah. of the totem yep. poles too. Uh, there you go. I'm actually surprised that he's not the spokes bear for Fort Wilderness Campground too. Yeah. I could see that, but no, 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 no. See, I see. If you if you go back to the short, 
you know, the um, in the bag short, there's a part where he's cleaning up the park, and he was instead he was going to light it on fire, and instead he the match was put out and it was blown out and Smokey the Bear shows up and is like, only you can prevent forest fires. And my wife and my well, my oldest child, Alex, goes, why is Smokey the only one that's not really animated and it was the old school Smokey the Bear they kind of just put him in the cartoon it was the funniest thing <laughs> but whatever I digress that's pretty cool I gotta go watch that yeah one. it's seven minutes long it's like an awesome seven minutes all right I, I gushed over Humphrey the Bear long enough but I am gonna gush over something else and I'm gonna you know take a break for a second we have a new sponsor gentlemen really we do yes we do we are now officially sponsored by DVC Resale Market. They are the largest seller of DVC Resale in the country. It's amazing what Nick and his company does for you. Now, here I am. I own DVC. Okay? And I'm not even saying this because they're our sponsor. And I originally bought my my DVC in my home resort. is the Poly. And I bought it through Disney. That was my wife's doing. I don't know why. Um, but she said, you know, I got to feel safe and I want Disney and all this. And, you know, getting to know Nick and DVC resale market, what I've realized is that they're going to take care of you just as well as Disney will. No doubt about it. And guess what? They're going to save you a whole heck of a lot of money. So go check them out. DVC resale market.com today. One of my good friends just used them to sell off his DVC. He got a job down in Disney living in Florida. He figured, you know what, right now I don't need the DVC, so he unloaded it, and he's been very happy with it. Great. No, that's what I'm saying. They'll, they'll they'll sell it to you, or they'll sell it for you. They have um, lots of contracts every day. So look out on our Twitter feed. Um, you'll start seeing us uh, reposting or retweeting a lot of stuff from them. If you're interested, I'm telling you right now, talk to Nick. Talk to the people at DVC Resale Market. You won't be sorry. You can guarantee it. All right, Jen, second round of our rare character discussion. So, Dave, where are we going for your second character tonight? We're going to Main Street, USA. Ooh, I like Main Street. Now, this is going to be a little bit controversial, but hear me out. Boo! Boo! Oh, sorry. I I did that too soon. My bad. Go ahead, Dave. I want to meet Cinderella. No, you don't. Yes, I do. (laughs) You've you've met Cinderella, so I'm just saying. I'm guaranteeing you've met Cinderella. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she has the thing is this. Rare. She has a yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, her. there's nothing. There's something wrong with what you're going with right now. So where are you going with this, Dave? I'm a little nervous right now. <laughs> the thing is this: I've met all hoity-toity, ball gown, happily ever after Cinderella. I want to meet scullery maid Cinderella. Oh, I have a mental picture of her just kind of sweeping along on Main Street and just being really gracious to people and as everybody's passing she's telling them good morning and kind of posing for pictures and then she kind of walks around sweeps a little bit of the street and then continues going on about her day kind of humming kind of making everybody feel all good about themselves telling people that a dream is a wish your heart makes and it just kind of will bring a whole new level to the character kind of brings her down to earth a bit you see Belle as the uh, ball beauty wearing her beautiful yellow gown yet you also see her in her blue peasant dress so it kind of balances out that type of thing where sometimes you'll see Cinderella all glamorous other times you'll see her in her other guise but either which way she just is 
pure beauty and elegance even during her everyday attire. Dave, you feel you, you, you got a little Cinderella on the inside of you, don't you? This is this is your <laughs> this is you coming out, isn't it? Like meaning not not out that way, but you know what I'm saying. Like you know, like yeah, there's a little there's a little Cinderella inside of you that you can see yourself in Cinderella. Let's you know let bring, sit down on the couch. Let, let's whoa, let's whoa, talk. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Oh what 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 no no never mind. But I was gonna say before you kind of uh, said something else. I was gonna say don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> speaking speaking of don't you, don't know what you got till it's gone. Jeff, I gotta I gotta talk to you about something. All right, in a past episode, we did a uh, the movie brackets, and we talked about um, Beauty and the Beast and all that stuff. And that was your idea. And then you tweeted out recently um, about Thor and something along those lines. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going to say, let's mark it now because Thor has not come out yet. No matter when this episode airs, it's, Thor is not going to have come out yet. Will Thor make more money than Beauty and the Beast? Calculating. Calculating. Let's see. Yes. Wow. All right, you heard it here first. First here, folks. Jeff is saying the next Thor movie. All right, Jeff, what's the actual title of it? <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. There you go. I knew I was going to mess it up, so I, you know, I won't go see it. So it will not see a dollar from me. <laughs> It's a movie we didn't right, exactly. <laughs> so Joe, Joe and I were pretty much in lockstep with the movies, and then you guys were all wrong on everything else. But Jeff is saying Thor will make more money than Beauty and the Beast, so we're gonna have to calculate that. In, you know, a couple episodes down the line, and we'll figure it out. You know, it might be months from now, but we'll figure it out. So. <laughs> all right, back to back to Dave and his inner Cinderella. Um, let's go full circle here, Dave. I think that's a really excellent choice because you said it. Well done. Thank you. I had I had a much deeper thought but i figured i went deep before and i don't need to go there anymore so joe you caught me off guard i was sucking on a lemon because <laughs> he, he still doesn't feel good he's got the sniffles all right joe <laughs> um what do we got for our second character you'd like to meet pack if, if i could just interject real quick about our new oh. sponsor can i have just that'd be nice i like that so besides uh, DVC Resale Market having an awesome website uh for all you listeners out there they have an amazing app for the iphone um, and you could actually set preferences for different contracts, for different points and different uh, use years, point values, price ranges, resorts. It's awesome. I've used it personally. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well. It's one of the only resale sites that actually has that. And it works really well. So just check it out, DVC Resale Market. I awesome. agree. Because the funny thing was, I was as my wife and I, we were traveling the last few days. And you know, while we're traveling in the car, we're talking about point point values and like how many points can we get and this, this, and that. And she's like, well, what's the least points we can get? We need to add just a few. And it was it was an awesome feature that you can – I'm looking for 50 points or I'm looking for – you know, my ma- I was put in max 50 or max 100 or whatever. And it was a really nice feature to be able to do that and, and just discuss what – point values and then you see right away where those contracts are and you know and all that kind of stuff so yeah it was a really awesome yeah. tool yeah it's def- definitely a great tool so i want to make sure we let our listeners know about that but on to my second round of picks um i'm kind of keeping a theme here where i'm referring back to um my childhood and the things that i liked now these characters are not as rare but i'm not picking cinderella like dave so my characters don't have a building named after them <laughs> Um, however, I'm going to pick the cast of DuckTales. Woo! And, uh, I mean, now for all you guys who have run, uh, run Disney races, uh, Launchpad McQuack does make appearances on certain races. So, um, 
Unfortunately, I've run by. There's been a huge line, but I would love to see launch Pat McQuack out there again, uh, Scrooge McDuck, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Like, um, seeing Huey, Dewey, and Louie on Main Street in the window, I think it's of the confectionery. I think they're in the window. I'm you'll, not 100% you'll have sure to, about that. It was on the right side of Main Google Street. You'll have to Google that, too. Uh, well, I've seen it. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you see them in the window is great, but just actually see the characters get a picture ticket them, that would be great. Uh, just one of my favorite shows uh, growing up. I mean, it was on from, I think it was like 87 to like 90 or 91 or something like that. But, um, it was one of those shows that I watched every day after school. Sorry, Pat, I'm making you feel old. Um, you know, it was on the Disney channel all the time. Uh, would constantly watch that intro where, you know, the kids are jumping into the vault and stuff like that, into the giant thing of coins that I wanted to do that as well. Um, launch pages always made me laugh. It's just an awesome show. It was my favorite Disney cartoon growing up. Um, you know, it just reminds me of being in the parks too, because that was kind of a big deal. It was that and like Chippendale Rescue Rangers, like the big cartoons at the time in the early, uh, late 80s, early 90s. So that'd be one of the rare characters I'd like to see is get the whole cast, you know, Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and, you know, launch paddle together. That, that would be a lot of fun. That would be killer. I, I, I agree 100%. And I'm not that old. I watched the cartoon. And I like to point out something. <laughs> Jeff's older than me. I'm just saying. <laughs> You have you have more green hair. What I just what yeah I got nothing. I, 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 was, I was like yeah I, I have no comeback for that. All right, Jeff, where are you going with your second character? Well, uh, my first one was the rescue from the rescuers. That was kind of the shaped me uh, my Disney fandom as a child. Whereas the next one kind of shaped my Disney fandom as a young adult, maybe late teenager. Uh, it's from. Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Um, so I want to meet Roger Rabbit so bad. Uh, he comes out, it seems like about every five years, they kind of roll him out. Um, he used to be, uh, MGM Studios had him. Uh, that was before my Disney visiting years. But I'm dying to meet him. Uh, it would be a huge bucket list thing for me. We always, when we go out to Disneyland, we love to go to Toontown and do... Uh, cartoon uh the red uh, rabbit spin i forgot what it's called sorry roger rabbit's cartoon yeah. spin. and that movie was just blew me away um it combined live action and animation in such a brilliant way by Ro- robert zemeckis and i remember a couple years ago it was pretty interesting um disneyland for their halloween party had roger rabbit and I remember seeing, and you can Google this, but um, Ricky Berganti from uh, Inside the Magic flew out there. He was so uh, enamored at trying to get that rare character he to get photo meet and greet with him. I was so tempted to just follow his lead and just run out there, but uh, we held off. Uh, but I'm I'm still regretting it. It was I think it was 2013, something like that. Anyway. I would love to have a Roger Rabbit meet and greet. And if you could throw in a Jessica Rabbit, that'd even be even sweeter. Yeah, that definitely needs to be a face character. All right, Jeff, I'm I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. No, it, oh yes, we're going to shame the guilty right <laughs> now. No, there's no shaming the guilty at all. But I was reading today, and I, I put this in uh, when in our opening, and I was talking about Disneyland Paris. If you go to LaughingPlace.com now today, April twelfth. Is the day of this recording. It's the 25th anniversary of Disneyland Paris, and it says 25 insanely rare characters that came out for Disneyland Paris' 25th anniversary, and it's by Kyle Burbank. 
and they show all these rare characters and I'm looking down at the screen and oh my goodness Jessica Rabbit and Roger Rabbit were both there. <laughs> but Jessica Rabbit was a fur character. It yeah, that that was a little that was a little weird. I'm not going to lie. There's a picture of her like that and I'd much rather her be a face character. But there was Roger Rabbit. Yep. So, and yeah, they had they had, you want to talk about a rare character finds that, you know, the what they pulled out today for the anniversary was insane. All right. They even had Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch. Now that's pretty cool. I'm a big Lilo and Stitch fan, which we all know. So, but and and Pat, it's it's kind of sad that you know they when the studios first opened, you know Roger Rabbit was such a integral part. Like he was almost like the figment as to what figment was to Epcot. Roger Rabbit was to the studios, and they just slowly just phased him out of it. And it's kind of sad that like the studios really hasn't really kept that or incorporated that. I mean, that would be great to see. Yeah, well, that was a behind the scenes Eisner thing. He sent out and. Memorandum to the entire staff of Disney saying all Roger Rabbit projects are hereby suspended. But why? It was an issue with MGM. Whatever it was or whatever happened, they were going to try to make Roger Rabbit the second Mickey Mouse and it just did not work out and they had to kind of just sweep Roger Rabbit under the rug. No. That stinks because yeah. he's a great character and well picked. Yeah, that that they did sweep him under the rug, kind of like the ninja the Ninja Turtles too that were oh, over at yes. MGM. They are gone too. And the Power Rangers, but we do need oh, to shame the guilty because I wanted to do a Roger Rabbit style show for the longest time, and Mr. Janetti, who always busts my chops about not seeing <laughs> Finding Nemo, has never seen who found no, Roger Rabbit. That's not true. I have seen it. I just don't remember any of it. It came out, what, in 88, 89, whatever. And that, I, that's when I saw it. Okay, I'm old. You made many a comments, all of you tonight, about my gray hair. My memory's going, too. I can't remember half of the... Okay, I can't remember 98% of the movie. But I have seen it. Jerk. Thank you. Dang. You're welcome. Dang, Hi. Pat. You, uh, you're killing me. I'm looking up the Laughing Place and all these crazy characters. It even has... a. Uh, Jim and Ban from Treasure Planet. That's a deep dive. Uh, the robot uh, android from uh, Treasure Planet. Wow. Yep. Even uh, Cusco. They had Cusco on there from the Emperor's New Groove. Holy cow. Anyway. Yeah, this is that's a rare character like Smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah. It seems like characters go to Paris to die. <laughs> yeah. And that Jessica Rabbit yeah. is scary. Yeah, is it, it, yeah <laughs> isn't the Jessica it's Rabbit? Not, she's crazily... Oh, God. Awful. It's un- it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's the same yeah, one. But- that's the same Jessica Rabbit they've had for decades since the MGM Studios opened. It is creepy. Yeah. All right, gents. Going on to my final one. All right. Uh, you kind of go. You were saying, Joe, with um, you know, a group of uh, characters. I'm going with the Goofy movie characters. Now, I-, I know Goofy. Obviously, Goofy's pretty easy to see. But I'd love to see you know. And and again, going back to the LaughingPlace.com article um from today with the characters from disneyland paris you know max was there as well you know but to get goofy together with max and pete together with pj i think that would be an awesome foursome to have in a picture to have all four of them and if you go back to our episode where we talked about villains i brought up pete and goofy was always a character that i loved as a child um you know ever since i was little it was always goofy and winnie the pooh that were my favorites when i was a little kid so they've always he has always held a special place. He was the first um, 
autograph that I ever got. So I always loved Goofy, and I always liked Pete as a villain because he's really not that much of a villain. And then to add as a, a, me being a father, Max and PJ into it, I just think it's like you know the perfect pairing uh, for a rare character find, and to, you know get the get a picture taken with those four. And just like when I brought up Pete with villains, it's crickets. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> what a way to end the show, guys. You're awesome. Way to pick up the dead air. Gosh, I got to do it all. <laughs> I, I think I've, I've met with uh, Goofy and um, Max. Max. Yeah. Max. I have. Yeah, but uh, not all of yeah. them. Yeah, but you know what? This was. But you know what? It was my list. And it was who I wanted to meet. Whatever. I was trying to look. You guys. You guys are I was so looking cool him up. I was trying to figure out when the last time they showed up was. I'm just enamored in this uh, this slideshow right now. Some of these characters, I'm like, just yeah. blowing my mind right now. All right, so again, laughingplace.com. By the time this show comes out, which will be you know a few weeks after April 12th, but go back, and if you haven't seen it yet, go back to laughingplace.com and see the characters from the 25th anniversary of Disneyland Paris. Like I said. With all that. I wanted what? Big Pete, though. For my character, I didn't choose yeah. him. Well, well, thank you, dude. Well, the reason being is I figured we already have Tim, so it's kind of like having somebody already <laughs> like that. Meow. You could have called an audible. You could have called an audible, Dave. Jeez, <laughs> All right, gents. Enough about rare characters. We are actually rare characters, just the four of us together. So if anybody wants to, if anybody sees Chuck us is just in the park, strange character though. That's true. If you see Chuck in the park, run the other way. But if you see the four of us in the parks, feel free. Come by. Take a picture with us. We'll, we'll gladly take a picture with you. Smile and everything. I might even give a thumbs up. Dave will probably give a thumbs down, but that's Kyle all right. will probably be afraid uh, of flashes, though. Yeah, that's true. Don't, don't, don't. No bright flashes in front of Kyle. It's not good. <laughs> you don't want to see what happens. And, and, and if you really want to see Tim, just go to Animal Kingdom and we'll be fine. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, that is our show for tonight. Let's find out where everyone could find us on the interwebs. Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Figments Reality and on Facebook at Dave Koch. Joe. You can find Dave also stalking Cinderella at <laughs> our castle in the Magic Kingdom. But you can find me at Twitter at Joe Quat. You can also find me on the DVC Roundtable. I'm not paying those prices for Royal Table. <laughs> I said you'd just be creeping outside this castle. Exactly. So the castle. That's why I'm outside. Jeff. I'm at Braindud92 on Twitter, and uh, I'm trying to hurry up and create this website, DaveLikesDirtyCinderella.com. I don't know if it's going to come go through. Wait, no, it took it. It took it. Sweet. Jeff comes up with the greatest, and I mean greatest, end of shows all the time. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, at Daily Walt Disney, on Facebook, at Pat Gennetti. You can find all of us on Twitter, at The Mickey Dudes, and you can find our blog at TheMickeyDudes.com. I hope you've enjoyed our ranting of rare characters this evening. We found out about a lot of things tonight. We found out that Dave has a little bit of an inner Cinderella inside of him and that he secretly wishes to stalk her outside her castle have a good night ladies and gentlemen i leave you with that thought
you've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.